made me first suspect Joe was that he knew more than any innocent person should have known. I suspected Irene the moment I heard the fireman's testimony. The apparently unimportant fact. I, suspect I suspected the, lady the postman was after he testified. I suspected. Listen to radio's newest, most interesting, and thrilling program, Suspicion. Suspicion. Somewhere in the drama about to be presented is a seemingly unimportant fact, a hidden clue that first casts suspicion on the ultimate culprit. Listen regularly to this thrilling series. Test your powers of observation and deduction and find the hidden clue. It may be a single line, a sound, perhaps a complete scene. All names and characters depicted in this story are fictitious. Any resemblance to persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. In the story we presented last time in this series, Dead Man's Clue, do you remember this scene? While on the trail of a suspected automobile thief, Corporals Ted Meyer and Chris Peters stop to investigate an apparent accident on Lakeside Road. When Chris Peters questions the doctor... Break it up, folks. Now break it up. Now those who saw the accident stick around. The rest of you please leave. Is he, uh... Oh, Sloppy Smith. You uh, know him? Yes. Oh, I'm from the police department. Is there anything I can do? No, I'm afraid he was pulled out too late, officer. Have you pumped his lungs? Yes, but they were empty. His lungs were empty, ladies and gentlemen, was the hidden clue. Had Sloppy Smith been drowned, there would have been water in his lungs. Obviously, he had been killed before being knocked into the lake. Now we present... Money! Paris, France. Shortly after 2 o'clock on the morning of November 10th, a taxicab stops just ahead of a small coupe parked on a dark street on the outskirts of the city. These five francs, sixty centimes, monsieur. Here you are. Have you changed for a fifty-franc note? It's the smallest I have. Have I changed? Certainly. Five francs, sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety centimes, six francs, seven, eight, nine, ten francs, thirty, and twenty. One moment, monsieur. What's the matter? Your 50 franc note. It is not uh, It is not a good note, monsieur. It is... Uh... Oh, you fool. You should have kept your mouth shut. So they don't know about the taxi driver, eh? Practically nothing, Leon. I asked at the garage where I kept his cab, but all they knew was that he lived at 64 Glossy Avenue. He was unmarried, and <laughs> perhaps the jealous husband had one. Well, that's quite possible, of course, but equally improbable. When he was not working, he was in his room studying law. At least that's what the landlady says. And obviously, theft was not the motive. His watch and the 60 francs in his pocketbooks... Ooh, point how to... about the torn piece of 50-franc note in his hand, Leon? <laughs> I wondered when you'd think of that, Antoine. Now, what does the murder of this taxi driver mean to you? Somebody wanted the 50-franc note and killed him for it. In that case, my friend, it would not have been torn. No, obviously, it was taken after he was shot. Yes? Leon Gascon speaking. Oh, uh... 
Good morning, Monsieur Brent. I see. Mm-hmm. I'll leave at once, Monsieur. The case in the proverbial nutshell, Antoine. Yeah? It was Monsieur Barrett of the city bank who phoned. Five counterfeit 50-franc notes have been received this morning. And the taxi driver was killed because he had one. Mm, more likely because he was given one. Recognized it as counterfeit and refused it. But if the bank tellers can remember who gave them... stupid numbskull. Remember the people who passed? <laughs> Pardon me, Antoine, but why should the tellers have remembered all who presented 50 franc notes this morning? Only one name, and we questioned them for half an hour. And you, for your plan, Leon, it's absurd. So? I admire you for what you've done, Leon, but you're getting lazy. The only way to capture these murderers and counterfeiters is by sending spies and stool pigeons into the gutters of Paris for a lead, and then swoop down for the arrest. You'll see. Perhaps we'll end by doing just that, Antoine, but I'm going to try a different plan first. It won't work, I tell you. Of course not, unless I have complete cooperation. And as your senior officer, Antoine, I demand your entire loyalty. Oh, well, all right, but I don't like it. <laughs> your bark is worse than your bite, my friend. But be careful what you say when we question Madame Brignot. Here we are. Good morning, monsieur. You are Madame Brignot? We believe so, madame. Well, I know nothing about it. My husband gave it to me to pay the artist who was to do a picture of our son. Perhaps my husband will remember where he got it, perhaps not. Stolen, eh? Yes, I remember where I got it. At the Moulin Blanc Café. That's about six kilometers outside Paris on the road to Saint-Denis. Madame and I had dinner there two nights ago, and I received that 50-franc note in change. We chase from one place to another, Leon. The more time these counterfeiters have to escape. Perhaps. But have we told anyone we're after counterfeiters, my friend? No, we're merely trying to solve a robbery. Well, I don't know. Now, first, I will enter the cafe. A few minutes later, you will go in and order an expensive meal, but not more than 40 francs. Pay for it with a 100 franc note. I'll do likewise. And try not to uh, have too much like Thank you, monsieur. Come again. Truly, mademoiselle, this cafe employs an excellent chef. Thank you, monsieur. We hope you dined well. 30 francs, please. And well worth it, mademoiselle. Here you are. 30 francs out of 100. 10, 30, 50, and 50 is 100. 40 and 10 is 50, and 50 is 100. Thank you. Come again, monsieur. Indeed, yes, mademoiselle. Really, does one find such excellent food? Did you receive a 50-franc note, too, Antoine? Yes, and I was careful to put it in my pocket without getting... Get in. And we'll examine it by the dashboard light. Mm-hmm. In the lower left-hand corner, two lines are... See, Antoine? These two lines cross one another. But in good money, they do not quite touch. The same mistake was in the bill she gave me. She gave me the nose, though she thought it was perfectly good. Which means absolutely nothing, my friend. You wait here. I'm going to see the manager of the cafe. That's the knowledge of the cashier's part. Paul, uh, I'd like you to look at this 50-franc note. Counterfeit? Yes. Well, I have Your no... cashier gave it to me a few moments ago. Who is she? Florette, the wife of the head waiter. When I bought the cafe, he suggested business might be better if we had a more attractive girl. You took her on his recommendation, then? Eh? Why not? If you wish to question her, I... No, no, no. We must know more about her first. Who she associates with, where she gets the money, and so forth. 
I'll appreciate it if you say nothing about this, Paul. And I'll appreciate your proving who I am or what I did. When we get inside, Antoine, you stay with the door. Don't let anyone out until I've made the arrest. Certainly not. I think my warning has taken effect by now. Come on. Good evening, monsieur. The table I wish to see the manager. The manager, just a moment, please. We're from the Sorte, monsieur. Where's the cashier? She, why, she and the head waiter are with the manager. Just a few moments ago, he called them and... Thank you. Antoine. Uh, what's the matter? They're in here, all three of them. Stand there and cover me. Locked. Come on. We'll break it down. Why, they're gone. Obviously. What's the matter with me? Why didn't I think they'd they go They just turned onto the highway. Maybe I can stop them. No use wasting any more shots, Antoine. Come on. Maybe we can catch up with them before they reach the altitude of Paris. Oh. There they are. Now slow down a little. Aim for the gas tank. That's no use at this speed, Leon. Hold the wheel a minute. I'll try. Uh, I guess the only thing is to catch up with them. Wait, they're slowing down. One of your shots must have hit the... No, I missed. There's only one thing left, Antoine. Get in the back seat quick. Now, what are you going to do? Hold on now. We're going to... Uh... Are you all right, Antoine? Yes, just shaking up. You'd better climb out the other side. Give me a hand. Easy. Uh... Now, let's see what happened to our friends. Uh, see how the other one isn't, one. Uh, what, what happened? You and your husband and Paul Benet made the mistake of trying to escape. Oh, you are Monsieur Leon Gascon? Yes. Monsieur, Andre and I weren't going to try to escape, but Paul told us that... Shut we... up, I won't. Monsieur Gascon, Paul printed the counterfeit 50 franc notes. Andre and I distributed them, but we... Shut your mouth. But we had nothing to do with killing the taxi driver last night. Paul did it. This man is dead, Leon. Monsieur Gascon, let me go. They, they are sent me to jail, but Andre and I, we weren't real criminals. We weren't actually bad. Please let me go, please. When one seeks to profit by crime, one must also take the punishment for crime. But the average criminal is a coward and shows it when caught, as you did. Back in his office at the Sûreté, Leon Gascon typewrote his report. Having traced the counterfeit 50 franc note to the Mont Blanc Cafe, we entered, bought meals, and each received from the cashier a spurious banknote. This was too much for coincidence. I first suspected the manager, Paul Benet, when... Ladies and gentlemen, did you discover the hidden clue that caused Leon Gascon to suspect Paul Benet? Write into this station and tell us the hidden clue you found. And to check your powers of observation and deduction, listen for the correct hidden clue in this story the next time we present... Suspicion! Suspicion! 